Happy Easter, everybody. We back at it. Coming back right now. Greetings and welcome to Aquarian Anarchy. Our quote today is from A.E. Waite. All true religion, all true morality, all true mysticism have but one object, and that is to act on humanity, collective and individual, in such a manner that it shall correspond efficiently with the great law of development and cooperative consciously, and cooperate consciously therewith to achieve the end of development. Marcus, that's a lot of words. What does it that mean? A lot of work. Well, <laughs> a lot. It means a lot. For one, it means that Wade likes to talk a lot. But uh, but what we're talking about tonight is initiation. Mm-hmm. And particularly for those that, that have not watched our show before or don't know, um, I was actually inspired to, to do something about initiation because of Chad's process that he is working through. Initiation... When many people in Western culture hear it, what they envision is one of two things usually. Either they uh, envision uh, a satanic cult, middle of the woods, they're chopping up a chicken, doing some goats or something. And that's, that's what Joe, that's what Jonesy says about you. He says, right. he said, be careful, be careful. You hang around Marcus, you'll end up banging two goat chins together and walking backwards in the basement. So, <laughs> For sure. uh, yep, uh, that's gonna happen. <laughs> but <laughs> the second thing that comes to mind is Freemasonry, often, especially in our circles, and the fuckery that comes along with that. Mm-hmm. I want to take a moment. <clears throat> the first thing I want to say is that initiation means to begin. That's all that it means. Mm-hmm. And I want to take a moment to honor the greatest initiation the world has ever known. And it's honored today. Mm-hmm. God became man. Mm-hmm. That man went through a process that he showed humanity how to unite themselves with God. He laid it out. He said, this is the way. I am the way, the truth, and the light. He guided people towards that light and said, follow me. This is the way to go. He didn't say you have to go this way. He didn't say that it's easy to go this way. But over 2,000 years ago. In fact, he said quite the opposite. Right. He said very few can can go this way. Correct. It's nigh on impossible. (laughs) Right. That, that process that Jesus kicked off Mm -hmm. is the process of initiation. Mm -hmm. And millions of people attempt it all the time. Mm -hmm. And many fail. Mm -hmm. What I mean when I say initiation is the spiritual dedication of yourself through an oath or through a action Mm -hmm. that leads you closer to God. It is the most important thing that any person can do. So that's initiation. Yeah. Well, I want to clarify something too, that I said, um, you know, what, so with, it's important for us to remember that the words that, that are, that are used in, in the word of God and, uh, those used by Jesus himself, um, 
there's a lot of times there's some deeper and I don't know. I don't want to call it hidden necessarily, but it's, it's some nuanced meaning, I guess. Um, that, is that it like is, a little Wayne lyric back in 2005? <laughs> we have to think about it again. Yeah, right. Well, no, right. So, I, I mean, yeah, maybe, but <laughs> no. But it's it's this um, this concept of like few and many, right? So many will many are called, few are chosen. Um, the you know many, uh, so many and few can be. Like, think of it in terms of say you have a family, you have five kids. All right, mm-hmm. so. <clears throat> If one kid goes missing, is that many? Yeah, that's many. Yeah. And if four are, um, you know, are, are, you know, successful and happy, but one is sad and depressed, um, is four few? Yes, four is few. So few and many can mean very different things if taken in the proper context. So when, when, when we hear the words that, you know, few can actually achieve this and that it is easier for a a rich man to enter through the eye of a needle than to enter the, into the kingdom of heaven. This is, this is to say that it is very difficult and it requires um, a certain level of uh, development to use the words that, that weight used. Um, that, that sanctification, that process that we go through where we are uniting our will to the will of God. It's not easy. It's very difficult, but many in the sense that there can, that we are all called to sanctification, Mm -hmm. but few in the sense that probably not all of us are going to make it, are going to, are going to choose that, right. Mm -hmm. Are going to choose that path. And so if you're the, if you are the father of the universe, as far as you're concerned, if the 700 billion people who over the course of the entire existence of the universe inhabit this planet, if of those, what did I say? How many billion, 700 billion? I don't remember how many you said. If 699 billion make it, and 1 billion don't, that 1 billion is many. And that, Mm -hmm. that 699 billion is few, right? Even though it's a lot, (laughs) Mm -hmm. as far as he's concerned, it's few, it's it's heartbreaking because even one, and you hear, there's so many different, the, the, the 90, the 99 sheep and the one lost sheep, the, 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 the coin that the, the widow searches for, you know, all of these things are, a, a way to bring it into our human understanding of what it means to be a child of God and what he desires for us and what he desires for us. He desires for all of us. And so even if we all minus one achieve divine, intimate, eternal union with him, as far as he's concerned, that's few. Agreed. Because one fell short, sure, or chose or chose to be disconnected. It, it's like a the words are used in like a paradoxical paradoxical yes, sense absolutely. on purpose. And yeah, and <clears throat> it, it's like 
using that kind of terminology and they kind of use it a lot in the Bible where, mm-hmm. where it's littered with words that have much more depth and surface or depth to the word than just read because now we're th- looking at three different reads. <laughs> you feel me? Or more, so, for sure. Oh, you feel me? <laughs> so, uh, uh, so it's it really it's really interesting um, to see people like really break things down, such as you just did, Chad. Yeah, you. This is like some Buster Rhymes stuff. You got to go back and listen to it seven hundred times, <laughs> right? And to get it, and you're, and you're still like on on seven hundred one. You're like, oh, I never heard that before, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that seven hundred one is five years from then. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. What's fun for me is I, I've participated in multiple multiple initiations, whether that's giving or taking. The mm-hmm. the kind that that. Uh, that you go through intentionally. And what I find fun is, is about that is you can watch. I remember a friend of mine who was a Hindu. um, We were doing initiations. I was, for those that don't know, I was the um, head of a fraternal, magical, uh, spiritual uh, order for several years. And um, my friend came to me and he said, he said, Marcus, you know, I watch people go through our initiation rituals and then their life just goes to shit. Mm. And he was like, should we be doing this? I said, his name was Fred. I said, Fred, remember when you did this? <laughs> remember what the fuck happened? Do you remember that your life went to shit? Mm. Because God isn't gentle. Mm. Th- this is a hard road. Mm. And, and whether you're talking about, um, you know, the kind of spirituality like I practice um, that dives into the the nitty gritty, if you will, of of the, the details of the universe. Or if you just commit yourself to going to your local Methodist church and sitting through every Sunday, mm-hmm. whichever path you choose, that is a commitment and it will be hard. And the challenges will be placed in front of you. Because, yes, God wants us all to, to, to make it, to, to succeed, to be. But we have to, we have to throw off all of the nonsense. We have to choose. We have to, to go, you know what? I'm going to be a good person because I'm going to be a good person. In the doctrine of freedom, I don't get the, I don't get the benefit of, you you shouldn't smoke crack because the law tells you not to smoke crack. I don't get that option. I don't smoke crack because I kind of like to have teeth and I don't I don't like my life to fall apart. I I I you know, I'm not going to do that and p- fall apart and not be rebuilt. Marcus's teethist. Right. Right. <laughs> well, I've got awful teeth too. So <laughs> but but at the end, crackhead, one of the right, right, right. I just admitted it. No, but, but no, the 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 act. Uh, God pounds us like a a blacksmith pounds a sword. Without doing that, we are a piece of metal, and we mm-hmm. probably can beat somebody with it if you if you found him. Mm-hmm. But to be a sword, to be an effective weapon in the army of God, he has to pound you in the fire on a steel or, or an, on a, on a iron or on a, whatever, you know, metal 
uh, anvil he's pounding you on. Mm -hmm. That has to happen. You, ha you do have to uh, yeah, pause. Me and Gog got special God God coming over here with the damn damn near a strap one saying pounding over here. I'm sorry. All right. No, <laughs> right. Uh, no um, damn. What the fuck? Um, no, it's molding. Molding, though. God yes. most definitely yes. does a great job with molding. and He's mm -hmm. like playing with Play-Doh. God is a big-ass child in a sandbox while he's playing with you, and then you run into a cycle, you do the same shit over again. Uh-oh. He's playing with you totally different than Biden would. Just <laughs> But, yes, uh, all in all, it, it's all about you... God having the steps and the methods of how to essentially get a finished product, even though we're never finished, you know, right. we're never done. Uh, <laughs> we're never you, done. That's <laughs> it. That's just right on. Done really being a final product of God until we leave this world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's always a, a what is it? What? Attainments or not attainments, but achievements, I guess, that yeah. you could decorate yourself to make yourself like a shinier accolade or something along the lines of that. Uh, excuse me, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> no, I'm done. So, oh, okay. Awesome. I didn't Great know who, I didn't know who he was saying to go ahead for. Right, right, right. No, <laughs> like, uh, like, I, I didn't I, ask for the mic. I, I, uh, I, thought, I thought I cut somebody off. I no, no, know. not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Um, I, I, I will say, though, that um, Marcus and I were, were kind of texting back and forth about this. Um, and by the way, Marcus, I, I have to apologize. I told you I was going to finish your book yesterday. I still didn't finish it. Um, shit happened. Like this old lady, uh, my, my mother-in-law, before my wife and them got home, she had me out in the yard, like uh, pruning bushes and all kind of stuff. I was like, I'm never going to get to read. Um, but anyway, I, uh, okay. I got to read some. I got a little farther into the book than I was before, but I did not finish. So I, I'm going to finish curious when, Mark, about where that? did you go about where did you get? Uh, just curious. I can't, I can't, I'm not going to tell you that cause it's embarrassing. So uh, <laughs> we're just gonna keep, we're gonna keep it pushing. Cool. Um, so, uh, but I have a long way to go, but I'll say that much. Sure. Um, no. So what I wanted to say is that uh, this, this process, this, that, that we initiate um, with ourselves, I, I talked about with the, in my little, you know, daily videos or whatever about this. And then I went into a little bit more depth with you, Marcus, about how this kind of started for me. And even like when we had, um, Cyprian on Ben Armani, um, I, I kind of look back at that interview and I, I love it in a certain sense. And in the other sense, I'm really disappointed <laughs> because mm -hmm. I'm like, golly there's so much i, I want to have them on again i want to have like their sure. whole uh group on i want to have especially father turbo but i like andrew andrew's really funny and, and he's got a lot of really good insights too he's he's typically more quiet even though he's the host of it but uh, i'm talking about the royal path podcast but uh sure. those um uh, those interview the interview and like that process of starting me starting the divine intimacy journey i went into with this how do we use this stuff to defend ourselves against the bullshit that people are trying to do to us and i have come out of 140 days of doing this 
and I, really it was like probably like 20, 20 days ago or so, maybe more than that. But you know, with all the shit that's happened to me, the, the and and some of the other things that have happened um, overall, come to this realization that, and I'm, it's really stupid to just be admitting this, but uh, you know, you come to it when you come to it. I think I always knew this, and I've just kind of like drifted away from it, and then come back to it, and then drifted away and come back again. But all of this growth in spirituality and in connection and union with God is not a means to achieve in this earthly realm what we want to achieve right and to become and to protect ourselves from and to gain the uh physical gifts and um i don't know ownership the possessions that that we want it's not it's not about that it's not about using god to get people using god to get things using god to get power using god to get acclaim none of that shit yeah we are put here to use this body this is why this body is a temple um we are put here to use this body to use this mind to use this heart and to use to the extent that we would use our soul, I, I really don't think we're using our soul, but we're using our gifts, our abilities. All of those things are meant to be the means by which we perfect our union with God yeah. to the extent that we are humanly capable of it. Because Absolutely. the reality of the matter is we are not capable of it. And it is only the only role that we play is we, un, we we attempt to open up the calcification and the, the, the hardening of our heart, our arteries, our blood vessels, the, the shrinking and closing of our capillaries um, because they are not receiving that fullness of grace and mercy and love that then we are able to to bear forth to, to others. Um, and so I, I think for me, this whole this whole concept of initiation has um, you talked about like people's lives turning to shit right after. And I was like, yeah, but you know what, in a, in a certain way, it's like the, the part of it that is quote unquote turning to shit is when the, the fungus and the barnacles and all the crap that has grown on you, is 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 highlighted sheared off of you know that it's like when it, when that stuff comes off there's some pain you know yeah. like it's like it's like that your body's been covered in duct tape <laughs> right. and it's making you move really really slow so you got two choices you can keep yeah, moving really really up. slow and being really uncoordinated and, and having trouble doing everything you want to do not being able to grip shit because you got duct tape all over your hands and everything or you can go through the very painful process of starting to remove the duct tape from your body Yep. It's going to be painful. Your life's going to turn to shit for that period of time. But on the other side of that, when you are free of the shackles of that shit, you are opened up in a way that you never even thought possible. And you start Absolutely. to see, you start to see that you are not here for you. And what you are doing is not for you. And your love of God and your uh, union with him is not about you. 
Right. It's about him. Yep. And then all this other stuff is just kind of like, and I, and I, it's the crazy thing is I've like actually written about this. <laughs> and I thought like, I thought I had it. I was like, I feel better about myself when I'm doing stuff for other people. And that's how I don't feel depressed. I'm like, right. wow. So it's still selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because it kind of reminds me of that old, you remember that friends episode way back when about like, there's no such thing as a selfish act. Um, because everything that you do, even if it's selfless, like you're doing it and you're doing it because you want whatever comes, whatever benefit comes from being selfless. Um, and so they said something about a bee, um, that when a bee, what was it? It was like, uh, oh, t- it was, it was letting a bee sting you. Like Phoebe's like, uh, if I let a bee sting me, that just hurts me. And there's no, there's nothing selfish. It's completely selfless. And they're like, yeah. And then the bee dies. She's like, <laughs> so like, right. Like it reminds me of that. Like it, in a, in a certain way, yes, it's true. There's no such thing as a selfless act until you realize that you aren't even for you. Correct. And, and it's funny because like self ownership is, is a very interesting concept when viewed through the prism of recognizing that you don't even own yourself in that mystical sense that you were created and you belong to the kingdom. And it's just a matter of finding the way to best understand, okay, here I am, Lord, tell me where to go. Tell me what to do because I am voluntarily emptying myself. And that, so like what you're saying about the kid in the sandbox, Nico, like, I'm sorry. I'm like going on way too long. Oh, dude. Hogging, hogging the mic. Stop. Stop that shit, young nigga. Yeah. yeah. This, right. Gems, you're good. This is, um, <clears throat> this is how I, I kind of view that. God's a lot smarter than that kid in the sandbox. Um, and what he's doing, what we see as him, um, wrath and destruction and all this other kind of stuff is, a loving creator um pardon the term but hellbent on creating creatures who will voluntarily return to him uh-huh. and and remain united with him because there's no love in a robot that is programmed to go and then come back or a, a creature that is under threat of pain and death and anguish and everything else if they don't come back. Right. The, the choice that we have to choose to live in hell forever, and hell is, you know, it's a concept that I think we, just like heaven and just like what you describe in your book, Marcus, like so much of this stuff that we think we know, we don't know, and we're just right. guessing. Allow me to guess. Heaven is deep, divine, intimate, eternal union with the creator of the universe. And an understanding that we can't even fathom here of like, why all this? And and like being in, in that space of like, oh, all right. Now I know what it's like to be God um, because I'm, I'm one with the man, you know, like this is, this is it. This is, this is the, this is the stuff. Hell 
is eternally going through what I just described about myself going through navel gazing and not even wanting to be in that union with him because I'm, I'm so obsessed with either my own self-hatred or the attachments that I can't let go or whatever it is that, that we end up kind of consumed in ourselves. And so we choose to be disconnected from that. And it's in a way like we, we view, I think we, I would, I would think that we view what heaven is with sort of the, have you ever been in an argument with somebody or something and you feel like you, you say something and you regret it so much that you don't even feel like you can approach them to apologize because you feel so humiliated that you yeah. stooped to that level. It's like feeling like feeling that feeling for eternity yeah. where we can't get over yeah. our own pride and our own guilt to accept forgiveness and mercy and grace and love. And so instead we stay in isolation on purpose of our own choosing. I sure. that's it. No, it's perfect. And uh, one of the things that I particularly like, you know, in that vein is the Gnostic view of, of kind of what you were describing. Um, it, in the, in, in, this is the Gnostics, a big term, but in, in there are uh, mystical Christians that existed around mm -hmm. you know, a thousand years ago for those that don't know. Anyhow, long story short, they, um, they believed in a spirit of God called uh, that was a piece of God called Sophia Pistis, which is like the little wisdom. And they believed that that was the human soul, that that human soul was a piece, a, 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 a spark, if you will, of the, the source. And that that when, when God created the universe, he sent himself out into everything that is his creation has energy and they believed that it was sophia pistis that it was that divine soul within all, all things hmm. and you know you said earlier chad that that um you know comparing that to, to voluntarism and to anarchism and to mm -hmm. the idea that we own ourselves mm -hmm. there is no ownership in heaven god doesn't mm -hmm. own you you know, I, it's why I've moved away from saying mm -hmm. the term self-ownership. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I believe in self-rulership. I mm -hmm. rule myself. Mm -hmm. I follow my rules. The only rules I follow are the ones that I choose to follow. And I kind of like what Hotep G or Hotep, Uncle Hotep said uh, the other night when describing some things to, um, to Jeff, um, Jeff on the right, um, Charles, yeah. Jeff Charles. Yeah. And that, you can make choices that don't coincide. And, and this isn't Ho, uh, uh, Uncle Hotep. He was talking about another subject, but it applies. Um, but he was saying that he, he was talking about family and how um, the best family to have is a, a father figure and a mother figure and then the child. And you, he said that, you know, that's not always going to happen. You're sometimes going to, maybe the mom and dad don't get along. Maybe the dad dies. Maybe the mom dies. Something happens and that family doesn't work. Well, mm -hmm. lots of people can step up and, and, and make whatever circumstance they have. Mm -hmm. They have two moms, they have two dads, they, you know, because they're gay or they, or they, they it's a single mother, father situation. Mm 
That does not change the fact that the best and most healthy way mm -hmm. for that child to be raised is with their, their mother and with their father. That does not change that. And, and those two people like loving each other and, right. and giving that, that model Correct. of how, you know, really, because I, I even think that sometimes like me and my wife fighting and our kids seeing us reconcile is a, mm -hmm. is a way of modeling. Like we're not always going to, everybody's not always going to get along. And so right. when shit hits the fan, you got to work it out and then you come back I appreciate and that. love each other. Yeah. Our sure. black parents didn't do that. Like after they got into an argument, we'd be in a room like, can we come out now? Is the war over? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Like, so, and like y'all are at the dinner table. Like y'all, y'all, y'all cool. Yeah, you are you are loud, like nigga. I heard you until like three in the morning. Yes, you sure you're cool. And so it's like I I appreciate that you guys do that and you break down a true apology and reconciling um, when it comes to a lover because you know mm -hmm. you don't see that, and even when you see it and it's portrayed via uh, like television, that's like. It's all bullshit. It's not real. Like you really don't see it or sense it. So um, kudos to you and your your proper parenting on showing your kids how to really, like, I guess, have a functioning relationship. Right. And, and so so to use that idea, we've been given a roadmap to get to God. Mm -hmm. And this is the best way to get there. Now, I, it, being that I have a strange spirituality, I break that down and I figure ways out. But still, stay, same roadmap, <laughs> you know. And so at the end of the day, you can choose to, to, to go away from God's plan. You can choose to go do what you need to do or want to do over here. But that doesn't change the fact that it is the best way to go. To, because you're going to eventually get there. And because I, I don't, I don't want to interject too much of my own personal beliefs into what happens, but that process of initiation that we go through is designed by God to pound us. And sorry, I like the analogy of the, the hammer. We're still, we're still I low. like, I like the hammer because it feels like a hammer hitting an anvil. Oh, okay. All right. Pounding like that. All right. Yeah. Right. yeah, that that's Hammer, that's what hammering. he meant. Hammering. That's hammering. what he meant. <laughs> yeah. that, I right. mean, even when all right, we can yes, we're so next. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah. So, so at the end of the day, that that is the where we're we, we where we're going, and I think that the the that looking at it as that little piece of ourselves united with God, and there have been thousands of different ways to, to that people have approached doing that because you can. You can tell somebody, you know, the best way to go to the courthouse is to go down the road three miles, mm -hmm. turn right, and, right. and 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 that that's fine. But some people are going to veer a little bit. They're going to walk slowly. There's going to be differences all the way to mm -hmm. the the courthouse or where wherever you're going. And well, like so, what Jen was telling us that time, we're like when we're all going to the barbecue, we might run into the same into each other at the gas station while we're on our way there. But like we all come from different places places right. but we have to make sure that we have the, the same coordinates for where the destination is correct yeah go ahead and continue i'm sorry 
No, that's okay. And, and no, you're you're absolutely right. So throughout time, people have tried to figure out ways. And what I find interesting, particularly, is when you start looking into the different initiatory methods that people use, you can find it all in the Bible, uh, every bit of it. It is all there. Um, for instance, um, in many traditions, and I'm not going to name any particularly, in many traditions, early on, the first uh, major initiation you get, whether you're, is something rooted in water, uh, usually a baptism, something like that. It's become part of a Christian tradition to do that within the church. But it is a really, really frequent initiatory process. And and this happens to Jesus as he is uh, coming up in the world. The first thing he has, yeah. right. The first thing he has to do is be uh, baptized by John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. And the the purpose in my opinion of that is that Jesus needed to accept the, the old way of doing things before changing to the new way of doing things. Mm -hmm. And initiation does that. The second thing you need to do in an initiatory process is to sacrifice. The second thing you have to do is you have to give up. You have to be, you have to be bled. You have to be in Jesus's case, pierced multiple times by a lot of different stuff. You have to be made um, humble. You have to be made uh, beaten down so that you can rebuild yourself. Check and check. Yeah, um. right. <laughs> and the final step, really, because most of these things come in threes, is once you've died, which is the end of the second initiation, once you've died, it's time to be reborn in God's light. It's time to unify yourself with that holiness that is God. And you see that in the resurrection, which is honored on Easter. And so that process, which the Gnostic, Gnostics called IAO, is the process that Sophia Pisti takes um, to get back to, um, to the, the, the wholeness that is God. So it's the same process. Mm -hmm. And... People might say, but why Why would you want to do that? Because if you don't, you're not going to grow. You, you know, if you understand plants, if you understand how things work, you have to be hardened. Those plants, if you take a plant and just throw it out into the cold, it's going to die. And mm -hmm. it's not going to die in a good way. It's just going to wither and go away before you get fruit. And so you have to, you have to do the things that weather something to be able to handle the environment that it's going through. Mm -hmm. And in a Christian terminology, that is when you decide, there are a bunch of different ways to do it. I like the way the Pentecostals do it say it. I like the whole reborn thing. I like that. Um, but there's a dozen different ways. So you have to do that and you have to choose to do that. That's the initiatory process. I think that it's a process that um, it trickles in from it being a spiritual thing to it being translated into, I guess, an everyday occurrence, you know, as in you initiate your, your, your practices uh, with your religion. So every day you do prayers to your gods and your deities 
you know, every morning I do my best to wake up and start my initiation process of meditating and saying like, and, you know, praying to my ancestors or things of that nature. And Chad, you've most definitely been doing, uh, how long have you been on, uh, how many days have you been on this book? Today's 140. Oh, Sorry shit. about that, Chad. I usually get it. I have a distraction. 100, 140 days right here. Goodness gracious. Today, so, yeah, today, uh, is, today is, the, is, the, is the day. Wait, Today's wait, the day. Wait. The resurrection. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy anyway. motherfucking Easter. And uh, if you don't believe in Easter, I apologize. But if you do, happy Easter. And uh, go enjoy a plate with your people. Uh, I haven't done this in a while. But hey, everybody, you know what time it is, right? You know. If you're not sitting down with your family eating um, <clears throat> a good old thanks or Easter dinner, um, go ahead and throw five dollars so we can have an Easter egg hunt next year. Everybody, if y'all could just like throw five dollars and we're gonna have it in Chad's backyard, he already agreed to it. Uh, and right. <laughs> we just need five dollars. <laughs> we got so many more than five dollars though. <laughs> But subscribe, like, share, and uh, please, uh, if you enjoy this, share it to like one of your friends mm-hmm. and one of your normally friends. Like, if you if you want to start war, like, wait until tomorrow and then like send them this podcast. Drop. Drop. <laughs> if you want to start with war tomorrow, send them this podcast. Um, if you don't want to start war, send them this podcast because mm-hmm. we have plenty of great things and. Uh, our patrons who are on our telegram be dropping gems. So if mm-hmm. you want to be a part mm-hmm. of it, please throw that five dollars. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Nico, I wanted to ask you: um, Have you have you undergone like what? Where do you where do you land with this initiation thing? Have you undergone something in like in your past or or, okay. or recently I, or anything like that? Where like that that would um, sort of. I don't know, build into what, what Marcus and I described, maybe like in, in sports and your wrestling training or anything like that. Uh, I've had an initiation spiritually via, um, um, what you call it? My confirmation when I was confirmed. Uh, and I took on the name Alexander. That's my son's name. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Any of your kids got Joseph over there? No, that's, no. that's my uh, that's my dad's uh, um, my dad's dad's name was or his middle name was Joseph and and his brother's name is Joseph and my my brother's middle name is Joseph. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's so just it, a Joseph it, tradition. It filters it filters through our family, yeah, but it it didn't land on me. Maybe if maybe if uh, my my brother has a a boy, he's got three girls. But maybe if he has a boy, he'll uh, <laughs> drop a Joseph in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, just gonna let the Joseph die off. I hope not. I mean, shit, ain't my responsibility. I mean, matter of fact, you're like, I did my part. Yeah, you're like, hey, just just you want to name your son Joseph just out of curiosity? For for a little while there, hey, look, for the little for a little while there, I thought I was the only real man in the in the squad because I had two boys and a girl. Um, and my both of my two brothers had girls. Uh, three girls for one of them and two for the other one. But uh, my youngest, the one who was on here, Evan, he's got a, a baby boy who is actually due any day. Um, okay. Little little Juan Diego is going to be um, it's going to be popping out here any day now. So they, they were they were thinking it might be tomorrow or today or the next day. So congratulations. We'll see. Right, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, so I've done confirmation. Um, 
for for wrestling, I mean, the initiation when I first started, it was brutal. It was something that I liked, you know. Uh, but um, I'm not going to front my move. I am athletically gifted, so like wrestling was very very easy to me. It came easy. Um, beating another child, uh, grand baby up. <laughs> so it was. Hey, Nana. <laughs> so it was like, it's, uh, practices were, uh, weren't grueling until like I got into high school and like summer wrestling. Uh, but I'm in the process of a new initiation and it's essentially, I've been working with my crystals and I've been taking little but sure steps to really getting, um, my altar together. Um, and like to start doing uh, rituals with them and things of that nature. Um, yeah, so I'm just like tiptoeing to that. And I, I just don't want to jump gung-ho. And then, you know, apparently my family's got some kind of demon curse on them. And I unlocked that bitch. And apparently, you know, I, I don't need that on me. So it's like <laughs> I most definitely uh, taking my sweet time and my due diligence when it comes to that. Got it. Interesting. So, so I want to, uh, I, I do want to um, read something to you guys. I'm not much for on the air reading uh, things, but I, I want to read this to you. Um, this isn't a new thing. It isn't something that the spiritual or, well, it's not something that was like in some kind of spiritual book. This is, uh, I just happened this week. My, my little girl who's, uh, becoming a teenager relatively soon she'll have she's uh she's about to turn 12 um and she has started getting into similar music to what i like and so we've been bonding over uh, watching things and listening to uh, on youtube and uh, and listening to heavy metal because that's what i like and um there was a song that came out by uh the band disturbed that um that we watched and uh, this is after we already knew we were going to be talking about initiation and she, she jamming indestructible now <laughs> she's she's jamming a lot of stuff dude. it's it's good oh, stuff man. but but this was a song i had never heard uh okay. by disturbed um it's one of their newer ones um oh, it's okay. called the it's called the light okay. and um, I want to read it because I think it is the best description I've ever seen from somebody that's been through a lot of, uh, uh, you know, like mm -hmm. initiatory stuff um, at, at that process. So I'm going to go They're ahead and Jewish, read aren't they? Uh, well, no, they actually, they, well, what's one really of them, cool, yeah, one of, them, of the, their the, lead the lead The lead vocalist is Jewish, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they actually have a Christian, a Muslim, a pagan, and a Jew in the band. Oh, that's wow. spicy. That's right. spicy. You <laughs> like that? Diversity. <laughs> right, right. So, so if you listen to their music, it's really cool because because um, it's coming from a variety of different perspectives. So now you can start off a joke. Disturbed walked into a bar. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. You have an Asian yeah. check. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so this is the lyrics. Um, right. Like an uns and it's gonna repeat a couple things because it is a song. But well, just skip the part there. No, just go ahead. So now I like emphasis. Yeah. So like an unsung mel melody, the truth is waiting there for you to find it. It's not a blight, but a remedy, 
a clear reminder of how it began. Deep inside your memory, turned away as you struggled to find it. You heard the call as you walked away, a voice of calm from within the silence. And for what seemed an eternity, you're waiting, hoping it would call out again. You heard the shadow reckoning. Then your fear seemed to keep you blinded. You held your guard as you walked away. When you think all is forsaken, listen to me now. All is not forsaken. You need never feel broken again. Sometimes darkness can show you the light. An unforgivable tragedy. The answer isn't where you think you'd find it. Prepare yourself for the reckoning. For when your world seems to crumble again, don't be afraid. Don't turn away. You're the one who can redefine it. Don't let hope become a memory. Let the shadow permeate your mind and reveal the thoughts that were tucked away so that the door can be opened again. Within your darkest memories lies the answer if you dare to find it. Don't let hope become a memory. When you think all is forsaken, listen to me now, all is not forsaken. You need never feel broken again. Sometimes darkness can show you the light. Sickening, weakening, don't let another somber pariah consume your soul. You need strengthening, toughening. It takes an inner dark to rekindle the fire burning in you. Ignite the fire within you. When you think all is forsaken, listen to me now. All is not forsaken. You need never feel broken again. Sometimes darkness can show you the light. Don't ignore. Listen to me now. All is not forsaken. You need never feel broken again. Sometimes darkness can show you the light. So that's the lyrics to uh, to the light by Disturbed. And for me, that that tumult amongst the stars, that deep, which, which is a quote from the Book of the Law by Aleister Crowley, mm-hmm. the tumult amongst the stars... Sh- or sorry, I take that back. That's uh, it's actually Jack Parsons from the Birth of Babylon. Um, when thinking, we go, I was thinking Jim Parsons, the, uh, yeah, no, the guy, Big no, Bang Jack Theory, Parsons. Sheldon. No, Jack Parsons, an interesting dude, um, okay. which a whole different. We can do a whole day. He's going to be something else. Wait, is that is he in your book? Did you write about him in your book? I did. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's where I am. All right. Yeah, right on. Right on. You're I in just, the Babylon uh, section. I just, I just spoiled. <laughs> Anyway, no, no, yeah, no, right, it's all good. No, no, no. Um, but um, but that that seeking after the light, the the God wants us to show him we care. When we're mm-hmm. when we're beaten, when we're down, and we're getting up, he didn't cause the beating and the down. But when we get up mm-hmm. and say, Oh hell no, I'm gonna fight, mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep going. There ain't nothing stopping me because what you said earlier, Chad, is absolutely true. We are never forsaken. the mm-hmm. The footprints are always in the sand. Mm-hmm. We 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 just have to have faith. We just have to get back up and keep moving. Yeah, and and I, I he's not he's not the cause, but I think a lot of times, like a good parent, he allows it. Mm-hmm. The same way that I will allow my kids to pay the consequences of a mistake that they make, so that they learn from it. Because if I constantly hover around them they and protect them shit. from every possible mistake that they could make, you know, now there's certain things that I'm going to, like a hawk, you know, prevent, uh, you know, toddler running out into the street, right? A busy street. 
you know, yeah, they don't get to, they don't that. get to learn. They don't get yeah. to learn from that one. Yeah, we, we don't <laughs> play with the ones where they don't come back from. Right. right exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but but, you know, like we talked about with um, with my trip, you know, to uh, it was a year ago, actually, this weekend. We well, not this week. It was like a week ago. But Easter was a week earlier last year. But um, the first it was like the first week of April last year. I went to Tennessee with my parents and my boys. I remember that. And uh, I let them, you know, climb over stuff and. Like there was this stuff was like, um, like rushing water rapids type stuff, you know, rocks. It wasn't very deep water, it was maybe like four or five feet deep, maybe 10 feet deep in some sections with rocks everywhere. And like, you know, these waterfalls where it's you know, rapids and cascades and all this stuff. And they're like walking on logs across that stuff, like just balancing on the shit, you know. Nice. And I'm like, I could tell them don't do that and let's stay on everything safe and solid. But then what the hell's the point of us being here mm-hmm. on a certain level? Um, they needed to be allowed to be boys, to be conquerors, to be, um, I don't know what I mean conquerors in the, like, you know, but you know what I mean? Like you damn, <laughs> we are, we are as men, we are, we are hardwired and built and designed to explore, to discover, to mm-hmm. risk our lives, to, to reveal find, new. find out what's exactly to reveal something that no one's ever seen before. And that's why mm-hmm. like that, that thing that my son said, when I said, we're going to go over here. Cause you know, th- there's this thing that they, it's like, I don't want to go over there. Somebody's already been over there. I want to go over there. Where nobody's ever been before. Right. Um, that was a beautiful thing. And, and like me taking that hands off approach and allowing them to potentially have harm come to them is not me inflicting harm on them or not caring about them. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It's me caring enough about them that I'm not going to treat them like they're babies. And like they, they aren't going to be the men that they need to be. I'm actually going to, step out of the way and let things happen to them so that they can become the men that they need to be. Right. Because the, the, the men that we have created over the last century in this, on this planet. Fuck. Hey, uh, we in trouble, man. Let's, uh, everybody throw a start, uh, chat, a GoFundMe page so we can get these kids to start fighting lions again. We're going to throw them in (laughs) in the middle of the desert. And we're going to just have them, if they don't come back, we just give them okay. mom a pat on the back and be like, sorry. Um, we're going to start doing gladiator games. We're going to just bring it back. In the sand of the Coliseum with <laughs> lions and tigers. See, but, but we can get to the, the lions and tigers, man. We we face that. That that's That's what we do. We're supposed to be Daniel in the lion's den. That's what we're supposed to do. That's mm-hmm. the challenge. They, mm-hmm. We aren't supposed to go safely walking the the well tread path. We're supposed to do what Chad's yeah. kids did. We're supposed to go into the lion's den. That's mm-hmm. where we're supposed to to be tested. And you know, I'm not going to get deeply into it, but that symbolism was a massive piece of one of our initiatory rituals that we did. Uh, we borrowed heavily 
from uh from the story of nebuchadnezzar <laughs> which i find fun because <laughs> because the, uh chad is hotep nebuchadnezzar so i i find yeah i was gonna i was gonna say that the the, uh, the I, I was about to shout out my homie um for uh for what he did to shadrach meshach and abednego you know like it, it's uh but that's what <laughs> they had to go into the into the, into the fire to right. to uh to prove that like it's like yeah it's good just don't hurt us mm-hmm. god's got us it, yeah and, and and you know nico a few a few weeks ago asked me he said you know the initiations you've been through have they been hard the dude mm-hmm. the hardest i have a brand on my right shoulder you yeah, know that's gun smoke that's turkey smoke that's <laughs> fucking hog smoke that's hog right. tied brand yeah. yeah yeah that was one of the easier things i had to do so yes yes it's very hard and like, why did I do that? The harder the challenge, the harder the reward. It sounds I, fun. Don't get me wrong. I mean, my dad, uh, I mean, fun got is a not brand. what I would associate. I mean, look, I mean, when I say fun, <laughs> I only say that because when you like as a anybody, when you accomplish a task and like you got through it, oh my God, that was bullshit, but let's do it again. <laughs> like, right. For sure. Like tattoos, that's, the kind, that's the kind of mentality you need to have when it comes to things such as that. Because if you don't, then after the first time and you're like, oh, my heart is actually like pounding out of my chest. I don't want to do this again. And it's like, I'm going to just go sit in this corner and just watch. I'll have FOMO. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That looks cool. Like It's so funny (laughs) you say that. Like Jace, Jace was 11 when we went on that trip last year. And for all the stuff with like the exploring and the wilderness stuff and everything. um, So like we've we've had like our little church fair and stuff like that, where they have like little kitty rides and shit. And like maybe a couple that are like semi tougher than that, but nothing like real crazy. Right. Cause it's mm-hmm. just a church. It's one of those traveling mm-hmm. pop-up fair things that, where they have the carnival, uh, right. the carnies that, that travel all over the world. They have like seven teeth among them combined. <laughs> and, uh, and <laughs> they have, they have infinitely more tattoos than they have teeth. Um, but they uh, brush with a they we brush, they brush with their the, teeth with cotton the, candy the, with the, the tattoo <laughs> pen and the cotton candy. Yeah, exactly. No, um, no but, they brush brush their teeth with a with a, a teeth brush because we brush ours with a toothbrush. A they've teeth got brush. the one <laughs> right. They've got the one yeah. tooth, so they need yeah, a toothbrush. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, shout out to them. They're like they work really hard. I don't want to. I shouldn't have said that. That's very, that wasn't very charitable of me. Trying to be better, trying to be a Still better funny, person, though. but uh, yes, yeah, uh, yeah. It was just a little that's rough the, out here. We, anyway, I, so so we've done all that kind of stuff, and then we had gone. We went to uh, Disney World and Universal back in like 2014. Well, he was five, so like he was too short to ride anything good. So he had never ridden anything of substance anywhere. So we went to Dollywood, and bro, <laughs> this shit was hilarious. So we're we decide we're going to go on this roller coaster, and it's we're we're in the line. We've been in line for like ten minutes. When he it finally dawns on him, this is the biggest roller coaster I've ever been on. I've never <laughs> been on anything like this before. Um, and so then for the next thirty minutes while we're in line, he asked me about seventy five times, "Do you think it's good? You think I can do this? You think I, it's going to be okay? You think it's?" You know, uh, you, you sure? You sure? Is it? Is it going to be okay? Like, I, I, um, is it? Is it really fast? Is it really? Is it really scary? Like, how fast is it? Like, you know, I mean, just like all these different iterations hey. of the same question 
I'm scared shitless. Am I going to die? <laughs> right. Um, are you sure I should? I don't know if I'm going to do this. Dad, are you going to tell think, me no? I think I think I think I'm just going to wait for y'all and uh, y'all tell me how it is, and then I'll decide if I want. <laughs> I was like, Nah, listen, you're not bitching out on me. You're riding this fucking ride. <laughs> uh, you came so, here. You're going, so, buddy. So, so we ride the ride. We get off of there, and he's like. That was awesome. Where do we do? What are we doing the next one? From right. that point on, he never because there was one. Uh, there was one of them that it, the only one that he was like kind of iffy about was they had one more that like you, you your feet hung and dangled and like the the thing was above you and so oh, like yeah. the tracks were above you and everything and so that was a little bit and it was still like this thing was hauling ass and it was you know lots of dips mm-hmm. and, and and jumps and all that stuff. So he was a little bit, uh, had a little bit of trepidation in his voice as we uh, approached that one, but he was still. I was like, I was like, bro, listen, you, you were, you were worried about this one, and and you, after that, you wanted to ride it like three more times. Like we're riding this one, and it's gonna be the same thing. Sure enough, we ride it, and he's like, oh. so it, it's it's very much like that. Like you, there's that um, that process of like fear and, um. I don't know, like a, a daunting. That's part of it, man. That, yeah, that, that, and then on the other side of that is like the exhilaration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then you're like, I, I need that again. I want to do that again. It's so, that adrenaline, that dopamine yeah. hit. You know, we're all yeah, fiends for that, uh, dopamine, mm-hmm. you know? For so sure. it's like, yeah. but uh, man, God is the, the most, in my opinion, is the, when, when you're really working oh, yeah. with God. Dude, that's the that is the most intense drug. Heroin doesn't have shit on God. We're only getting, <laughs> well, you, we're only getting to, good, good, Nico. No. You you have to take in consideration that well, like if you're really working with God and especially like with the elements of God, all you're doing is just advanced science, if you will, which is mm-hmm. basic science, but you're doing some advanced science, and all you're doing is just doing like shit with things you can't see until like they start touching you, and then you're like, okay, I can't see you but i know you're touching me what do you want like it it, it's like it goes back to the analogy of the kid being in the dark room like if you don't know shit about the motherfucking basement and like you don't know where a light switch is you're always gonna like be fucking scared shitless to do anything around it and if you never had that sense of uh I guess dopamine hit that 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 adrenaline from a successful Mm -hmm. you know uh, 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 what what is it? A successful um endeavor? Then you really won't know. Like, you really just don't know like uh, uh, uh the parameters of the situation, and you'll always just be a bitch. Right? Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. what Marcus was saying about like, you know, being in touch with God, what being like, you know, heroin, not even like being close oh, to I it. I, I will I will submit that we are just getting a tiny little mm-hmm. the amount that we can handle <laughs> right because i want to i want to sure. bring us back to this is uh this is in uh Matthew chapter 17 this is the transfiguration of Jesus after 6 j- 6 days Jesus took with him Peter James and John the brother of James and led them up a high mountain by themselves there he was transfigured before them his face shone like the sun and his clothes became white as the light just then there appeared before them Moses, Elijah, Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. When they talk about his face shining like the sun and his clothes glowing white, that is like 
that is like a peek through the veil yeah at a divinity that cannot be seen by human eyes yeah it's too much we right. can't handle it and that's why like i really love father turbo um his rep his uh explanation of of what the fires of hell are he said the fires of hell are the love of god mm. <clears throat> that it when we are not oriented correctly through our own mm. voluntary action of removing some of the attachments and 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 orienting ourselves our, our posture and our disposition towards that union that light is blinding and and sets our skin on fire yeah but if we are oriented correctly it is the beatific vision mm, it's bless it is and so so when when we think about that it's like yeah this stuff this all of these things and, and evan and i my, my little brother we talk about this a lot this like goes hand in hand with the work that he does with the theology of the body that the human person the human soul is built for eternity mm -hmm. for union and for ecstasy absolutely and those three things find themselves together only under one condition and that is l-o-v-e divine intimacy like that 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 eternal union with god that that yes nico love is love correct yeah love yes me. love yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i mean i'm sorry i was like i was in my in my little thing and i was like what he started saying letters i didn't pay attention to what they were because i was like, trying to think uh, but yes love yes but but um what we spend most of our time chasing through dopamine hits through drugs through um you know promiscuous sex where it's where it's like chasing after you know as uh as buckwheat would say in uh eddie murphy style looking penub in all the wrong places <laughs> um For sure. it's it's that you know when, when we're doing those things all all of that is we're chasing eternity we're chasing union we're chasing ecstasy that's why like let's do that again you know that's that's chasing eternity this feeling i don't ever want to leave vacation i want what we're doing right now to be the state of being for for the rest of eternity yeah that's what that that's what we are expressing when we when we say those things and by the same token like the flip side of that is when we're in agony 15 seconds can feel like a year let me tell you about because it, it feels like it's never going to end <laughs> right that's the, that's the the reverse side of eternity Right. That's what we feel when we feel that sort of sort of thing. Something good seems like it never, you know, what do you hear all the time? How was your vacation? Not long enough. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the that's a, that's every time. And when you when you have one of those experiences, whether it's, you know, a uh, you know, love sexual experience or and you get that that taste of that mm -hmm. or you you have one of those those moments where, you know, winning a championship or whatever it is you get this brief little moment where you get to taste what that what that's like right here as God. a human person but you only get that that 
that vision that vision that they got during the transfiguration where it's like hey look and it's, oh my gosh that's blinding it's like his face shone like the sun right and his, and his garments I'm were blinded. white like you know it's like exactly like it's like oh man i didn't even i didn't even know i went that hard i was just i was just letting y'all get a little peek like dang y'all can't take that um so so we have to um i don't know we have to we have to be patient and <laughs> we have to we have to get ourselves ready um and and make sure that we are properly adorned so that we when 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 the time comes um that's where we end up is mm-hmm. in that that unio mystica that we yeah. spoke about a couple of weeks ago correct and 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 the thing is you know w- one of the things that you brought up is absolutely true and it's funny i find the parallel in uh you're going to get it once you do get through my book you're going to get to it in the section both on uh Erishkigal, which is the sumerian um goddess of death and um in the section on um on hades and persephone and uh which is greek mm. but um the adornment is important when we say adornment what we think we we what we should be adorned to see god and maybe we want a crown a nice robe some fancy jewelry nope everything's got to go <laughs> the proper adornment <laughs> is to be nothing but spirit mm-hmm. and uh in the sumerian tradition uh to to go see Arishkagal, the the goddess Anana, who is the queen of heaven, this is myth, the myth, she dives a- into the underworld to, to meet Arishkagal, where she, who is her sister, and she has to lose all of her adornments she, because she's the queen of heaven. She has to lose those attachments that you were talking about mm-hmm. earlier, Chad, and, and that's the part that's scary. That's the yes. part that's hard. You know, I remember the first time I took an initiation that I didn't have any idea what the fuck was going about to happen to me because I had, I had uh, my first initiation that was like an official initiation was into witchcraft and you can read, it might vary a little, but you can read that. You can find it. I joined an organization called the Ordo Templi Orionis. I do not suggest people do that, but I did. And I had no fucking idea what the hell was about to happen to me. And I was terrified. What was I terrified about? Was this a satanic cult? Was it, was this, was were they going to strip my soul? Was I going to meet the devil tonight? Was, was what the fuck is about to happen to me? Am I going to die? Am I going to lose my soul? That's the kind of shit that I was afraid of. I needed to lose, which I did. I, none of that happened as an aside. Um, I don't suggest it because they've kind of become really statist and, Mm. and I think they've taken the, the initiatory process and skewed it a little. So it sounds like from what you described to me, like maybe a year or so ago was that it's almost become like gatekeeper ish. Yes. Where it's like, it's like, Hey, mm -hmm. if you just like Scientology almost where it's like, pay your way to here and we'll, it's like, Whoa. Right. Yep. For sure. And uh, so, So I have issues with that, but that, that none of that was true, but I, I think that that anticipation and that, um, that challenge is an, it opens us. It gives us that moment. It gives us, okay, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. I'm scared. What's going to, and, and as somebody who's done initiations, I know 
they are specifically on purpose directing you and directing your consciousness in a specific way. Mm-hmm. In, th- in theory, with all of these things, you're being directed towards God using symbolism, like the sun, for instance, uh, with, with Jesus as he's showing the, the sun, which is mm-hmm. a huge symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so at the end of the day, I think that's important because if you're not challenging yourself it's if it if if it's not hard if it's not then you won't value it mm-hmm. you 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 would ju- if you could just be handed you that's know that's true i, I yeah. went th- i went through like i said the wiccan initiation i it didn't really scare me i had experiences and it was mm-hmm. cool but not like not being in charge you know <laughs> <laughs> you know not yeah you know. that's that uh so like yeah fiat is uh is, has a term that has become a term that is it means like currency and stuff now to a lot of people um but fiat what it actually means is is surrender like if you go back and look like it's it's the um it's that it's when when mary says be it done to me according to that word like it it's that's her being told imagine somebody comes and they're like hey i realize you're like 13 and uh, you're ma- you're you're married, or you're about to be married. Oh, Chad! You know you're betrothed to uh, to this to this guy, but you know you're you're about to become pregnant, and uh, it's going to be um, God, um, and you're going to do this, but but you're it's not going to it's not going to be from you and your husband, and everybody's going to think you're crazy and that you're lying and that you're a whore and all this other kind of stuff. It's going to be kind of weird. And then the best part, the icing on the cake is after you've raised this child, um, you're going to have to watch him uh, mocked and ridiculed and murdered in the most torturous, agonizing way possible. Yeah. So what do you say? She's like, be it done to me according to thy word. And that's the, that's why, like, I think, as a Catholic, that's why um, Mary is is such an important plays such an important role in in our faith. Agreed. Is because she is we call her she is our model and our hope. Um, it's hard for Christ to be our model when we're not Christ. Right, you're not capable. When when you see a person who. Now, granted, she was, you know, immaculately, Still cool immaculately conceived. She was immaculately conceived. She's the, she's the one, she's the, she is the, the uh, object of the uh, immaculate conception, not Jesus. That's a misconception that people have. She was actually the one who, she was conceived yeah. without sin so that she would be a spotless vessel through which the, the savior of the world would come. Um, It's looking at her and with that being her only, advantage that she starts with is not having original sin um still watching her completely human not like christ completely human and completely divine at the same time but she's just completely human the same way that we are and watching her how she endures the stuff that she has to endure and to to go and to watch her son be beaten and mocked in the streets and, you know, dragging and falling when the, when, when he can't uh, bear the weight of the cross and, and to, to have him, you know, just turn to her and say, you see mother, I make all things new. And that's the thing. That's what this, 
that's what this day is about. Like, and and I even think I know there was some stuff you and Hood of Jesus and some other folks were going on up, like some of the different, sure. um, all day. of the different traditions Let's throughout history. What? Uh, it's Ishtar and and yeah, uh, Ish yeah right, right. Uh, I, I get it. I get it. And I like. I don't even like. I think that the one of the mistakes that a lot of people in the Christian tradition have made is to like act like that stuff doesn't exist and like it never happened and pretend that if you just close your eyes to it and close your ears to it, that it'll just go away and people will ignore it and they won't have to think about it or talk about it. I see that as when Christ says, I make all things new, he's talking about that too. Sure. Okay. And I, I I actually see all of this, like you go back and look. We talked about with Cyprian about the, the repetitiveness of the hero's journey and that story that is in all of us. It's it's the human story. It is this universe's story. <laughs> and the reason why is because there's something universal about that. And what I think we've been doing is just kind of cycling our way up to like deeper and better understandings of what that means and finally coming to like, ah, okay. So when we used to think that rats came from, uh, you know, hay and dirt and dust in the corner, what was actually happening was the rats were coming in from outside and going there because that's what they're, that's where they like to like nest and, and hide and, and where they, I don't know, they find nutrition or whatever, you know, they don't spontaneously generate from there. Right. You know, like the evolution of humanity <laughs> Is it's to not improve. a portal of mice. It's, in that <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a rat portal. Yeah, exactly. I, I tend to think that we've also, as human beings, developed a, uh, an improved and an evolved understanding of mysticism. And that over time, I, you know, like, I don't know, maybe there's something that, that we, that we're, uh, maybe that's this, when, when, the second coming of Christ is that, that, that that's the next upgrade right. to our, uh, to our firmware. Right. But, but I, I, I always thought it was funny. Like when I watched the, uh, the zeitgeist documentary. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. That I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. It's great. But, uh, but I'm all, especially the stuff that's like gets into like nine 11 and all that other stuff. But yeah, but the stuff at the beginning, that's like religion. I'm like, I mean, I get what you're saying but I don't think it has to be this either or and like mm -hmm. making fun of Christians for like, ha ha ha. They already had this Jesus story back here with this. Like, yeah, like it's the same story. Right. Same truth. But, but like it's this, it, exactly. It's, it's describing the same truth, but, but now I think maybe a more tangible and, and better understanding. Let and me so, take this for just a moment. Yeah, go Jeff. ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I'm no, actually, no, no, no. no I'll because hand it I, off to you because I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done at that point. No, no. The, the reason is because I kind of look at it this way, and this is from somebody who is who knows an awful lot about those those previous to to uh, the Christian mm -hmm. theology. This is kind of how I look at it for me. Is God's like, all right, I need to tell these people the truth. All right, so what am I gonna do? All right, so. Krishna, here you go. This is the Hinduism. Check it out. And and, and Krishna's here. All right, and we're getting it. Uh, all right, there. Okay, Osiris, Osiris. We're gonna throw some Osiris at him. I'm still not getting it. All right. So so 
God damn it. All right, here, or me, damn it. Here, <laughs> have it. Have some Dionysus. All right, look yeah. at Dionysus. Dionysus, they look, make him more fun, make him also drunk. So, oh, they didn't get it. Uh, Fuck it, I got to get down there. That's what I think Christianity yeah, is all yeah. about. <laughs> is he, God tried over and over and over again to show us in symbols. Uh-huh. And he's like, that shit didn't work. I got to get down there and just tell him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and even if you go back to like some of the Greek myth, Greek Greek myths, Greek myths, and 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 all the you know all the different mythology with Zeus and Hercules, and 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 how you you have this like oh yeah that's the same as that you know and he just went down and had sex with Mary and that's like all they're doing is replaying that story. It's like I mean maybe or like maybe people were like you had some some really in in tune and in touch people who were trying the best they could to translate this stuff and write it down and, and put it into spoken word in the best way that they could. And as best they could understand, they're like, I don't know, apparently like God comes down and fucks somebody and then they have good <laughs> and it's like half God, half person. And like, right. I don't know, you know what I mean? Like it, it's there's, I, I think of it like, like the game of operator or something where he's like, All right, you're telling, you're telling right. and, then, and then by the time, like the, the fourth century of this legend comes <laughs> around and they're not writing very much or very well or whatever. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Like at some point, um, God got mad and, uh, <laughs> he came down. He was, he was, he was a lightning God. There was also like a, a God of the, of hell. And there was a God of the sea and there was all this. And it's like, and he's like, Oh, Right. It's all me. It's all me. Like, you know, <laughs> right. I just, I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm to, to put it, and I don't, I'm not trying to like, I want everybody to understand this is not me trying to like crap on other people's religions. It's just that like, I find it humorous, amusing, whatever, that like people come at Christianity really hard with like all this, like, y'all are stupid because this is from this back here and this is from this back here. I'm like, I, I mean, I get it. I don't even disagree. Like, I, I, these think these resources are available to all of us. We can all go look them up and we can see when they started and they're there uh, for us to peruse and we can start putting the pieces together and we can either say like, this is just somebody remixing this to try to get money or whatever else, or this could be like us continuing to improve and evolve our understanding of yeah. Union Mystica. So Absolutely. does Absolutely. anybody in chat as well, does anybody know who Simeon Toko is? Negativo. Oh boy. Let's break it down for us. My boy. man, Nico. Simeon Toko or was an African priest um, and you can't re- don't don't attempt to even look it up on Google. Like use like I don't know opera or some other fucking source because they right. won't give you this information. You can't even do Duck Duck Go anymore. So Brave, I've I started using Brave because it's just basically like the Black Jesus, like a reincarnation where mm. th- he was in Africa and he was following. Uh, the Christian beliefs, but he wasn't following their practices entirely. He was still doing his, I think, old school practices. And this is where before like the Bibles really got misconstrued with different versions and things of that nature. But they, he did get caught 
they would cut him up and he would come back reassembled. They'd light him on fire, reassemble. And the Pope was not fucking with this. The Pope was like really trying to take him out. And they were like, um, we can't do much. Like he's just going to, we tried. <laughs> we, we've tried. Like what we can do is was he like, like a Coptic Christian or, a, or like where do you know? I, okay. I'm like, just curious. On, wait, look, this is, Toko, and they don't like give you a lot of information because they don't want people. Actually, the video that I had on my Instagram, or not Instagram, but Twitter page, they removed it off of YouTube because of oh, it's misinformation. Like, no, don't lie. Like, it's just you guys don't want this. Which shit means out I'll there. probably believe it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um, no, but he was a. Uh, an older man, and he basically was killed on various occasions, and they've like done a lot of things to do to like discredit him, and he kept coming coming back. And so, hmm. what Dutch has said is, I honestly think like there's bound to be another Chris, or like at least two or three, four more Christs. But the thing is, they're probably hanging out with like, uh, you know, the homeless people, or you know. The, the the mentally sick people that they're, they're, they're like out the way and you've probably seen christ at least one or two times in your life Nico, Nico about to break out and sing into the jewel like, <laughs> what if god was <laughs> <one of us?" laughs> but, but, but like you've more than likely asked um somebody who's probably being embodied by god at the moment mm. and you didn't even recognize it it's just another individual you're like oh, okay all right live your life instead mm. of like you are genuinely a divine being because one thing to like help me really like get outside of myself and view other people is traffic and driving. Mm. And then like when you're driving and you look in the car next to you, like, Hmm, what kind of day are they having? Are they having mm. a terrible day? Mm. Did they just run over their cat? Like, did they like, you know, find out that, no, someone's you, pregnant? Know. you know, like mm -hmm. how, what, what is somebody's perception? And like, you know, once you see somebody like violently moving in their car, I'm like, yeah, you better go beat her ass, Keisha. Like, <laughs> like you know, somebody's mad in the car. So mm -hmm. um, it's uh, something that like really helps me think is outside of that is that there's always going to be, um, if you will, the essence of God always around you. Granted, mm -hmm. it's going to be next to you at all times, but it's something that like kind of flicks you in the back of the head like pay attention like to the sermon because he's spitting bars right now like <laughs> instead of falling asleep in the pews yeah uh, well the that's one of the reasons that I, and i'm not this isn't about me this is just about like i'm just gonna tell you like why one of the reasons why i think it's why i choose to when i say something like what i said about the carnival ride people or whatever and i like apologize for it is like i i really like i mean i don't know what if one of them is you know christ revealing himself to me and i'm and i'm looking at because that's if you Find think about fresh. it yeah if you think about it like that's 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 what he did and and we like to troll the those people who lived back then like yeah these dumb motherfuckers like you know, God came down and revealed himself to him and they murdered him. Like, yeah, what the fuck do you think we're going to do? We're going to drag his ass on. Now? Drag, 
We're going to drag <laughs> his ass on Twitter, ban him from every social media platform, for sure. cancel his bank account, stick him with seven jabs, and uh, throw his ass to the, you know, I don't know, the... The, the question dic- who the is the most, to me people who, yeah no, no i was about to say like who is who's the most like disliked people on this planet like ge- generalization and i mean we could do black people we could do like uh you know sexually i would say i would say white and like, black men white and black men so <laughs> at this point in this right country now, anyway yeah like okay well if white and black men are the highest demographic of being on the shit uh roster mm-hmm. so uh, probably the projects. You so like where where is like a real rough mm. project? Like you just gotta because it's all cycles. You're not gonna see Jesus in a penthouse. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. popping you know, champagne. Some, some old head, some old head <laughs> spitting gems in the uh, in the barber shop, and everybody clowning him. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> that's legit. what it is for sure. And so, <laughs> I I. I've most definitely learned to like always take a step back or do my best to take a step back mm. in viewing um, other people and like not always bugging up on them and like turning my neck, and, like looking at them crazy because it's like, you know, we all have those moments where we've said some really stupid shit. And like you said, we said some stupid shit to other people where we're like, I hope I don't have to see your face ever again. And sometimes we're <laughs> yeah. like, we're so okay with saying some really outrageous shit. We're like, we'll never see you again. <laughs> so therefore, we give ourselves an okay to be trifling when that's never okay. That's never the case to be okay. Um, so it's a it's a real eye opener, mm-hmm. and it's like all the times that I like sit and like. Make me a little fun. Like, how many times have I made fun of Jesus today? Like, no bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times did I legit, like, make fun of God's and one of his best creations? Like, what if, in God's mind, all the beautiful people on this bitch are actually the ugly ones, and then all the ugly ones are the beautiful ones? And it's like... Nico taking that shallow howl juice <laughs> from, from Tony yeah, for sure. You ever see that movie? With Jack yeah, Mark? I have. Yeah, shallow Nico, no. no. Oh, yeah. it's, Science, it's him and it's him and Gwyneth Paltrow. He like this chick is probably like five hundred seventy-five pounds, and uh, he sees her as Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, and so he like falls in love with her and everything, and it's but it's all about that, like where it's like the the you see he Tony Robbins convinces him to see people for who they are on the inside, and so like you see like these people who are like. They're like really, really bad people, but they're like, they're in real life. They're like the most handsome or Mm -hmm. beautiful people or whatever. And he sees them and they have like, you know, snaggle teeth and like boils and all this other kind of stuff. And then there's all these like really kind, sweet people that actually do have like, you know, dandruff and like their receding hairline at 26 (laughs) and all this other kind of stuff. Uh, And he sees them as like, you know, super, you know, like good looking because he's seeing the inside of the, the real, so, the real, so, yeah, the so real, it flips yeah. it like that, yeah. That, and that, that's what that's a good point. I, I think that's what like we low key need to go to. It's like mm. at the end of the day, like yeah, you're cute. All <laughs> right, and you turn thirty nine next week. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> look, that's why. That's why I said. Remember, we had our little thing where we were love doctoring you and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, and I said, like, I 
from a very early age, I was in high school and I was still looking when I looked at a girl, the the first thing I thought of is what's our conversations going to be like on the porch in the rocking chair when we're 80. Oh, dude. Because, because, uh, at some point, you know, your ass ain't going to be like it was. And you, you know what I mean? That's All that, is, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but, but that kind of actually I got a white is... beard now, you know, like I... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the thing is, dude, that's actually a really good segue because you're you, to, to what I kind of wanted to, to, to talk about. And that is that where, where do we go from here with mm-hmm. initiation and all of mm-hmm. those kinds of things in our position? And why it brought me there is because, you know, everyone knows that I'm, and for that matter, Chad, everyone knows that you're absolutely in love with your wife. I'm absolutely in love with my wife and that I want to be there, you know, with her on that porch. And one of the most, the first things, so this is the segue portion. One of the first things that I personally um, really like hardcore, like, got was like oh shit this this might just be the one not just Mm. somebody that's cute not -hmm. just somebody that i think is intelligent not just that now this might be the one was when i was doing my wife's initiation into the fraternal order i ran when when we were initiating her there's a line in that that says uh walk without fear and and what what's supposed to happen is they're supposed to move forward and we're to to take them and direct them to a well that they're going to get into and have basically a baptism right she was going forward without fear she damn near mowed me over <laughs> as you know and she's like and she's coming forward and i had That's to sweet. just push her back to that well mm. and so interesting yeah, I knew that that she was the one probably at that moment. There's a lot of other things that happened too, but that was a really big one. That's awesome. It, yeah. So what we do next mm-hmm. is we want to have these people on our front porch. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Word. What we need to be the the mm-hmm. understand that we may be an actor in someone's initiation. Mm. We may be the priest. We mm. may be the, the, the person that brings them into the temple. We mm-hmm. may be the, the usher that takes them to their seat, whatever it is. Right. We need to start realizing that when we start saying things like, I want to be, because I say this daily, this is m- one of my personal mantras is that, I want to be the tool that God needs. Mm -hmm. I want to be the person that he needs today for the world. So when you say that shit, you need to be ready for him to use you as a goddamn tool. It's going to happen. Right. (laughs) And, and he's going to, he's, he's going to craft you into the type of tool. And that might, that's where some of that pain and and that your, your life go into shit, you know, Mm -hmm. may, it may seem that way. And that's why I think, um, it's important. Like when you told me early on, like, you're like, yeah, you started this wheels in motion. Like you, um, it's a good thing you stuck with it. And it, it is because like, had I not stuck with it, that stuff would have happened to me anyway, but I would have had no context, no perspective, Correct. no, like, and, and I would have been thinking of like, Oh my God, save me from this instead of, okay, God, what are you, 
what are you doing this to me for? Or what are you allowing this to happen to me for? What, what is the purpose from here? Where do I, how do I take what this is doing to me, have it transform me and then take that transformed me where, and where does that me need to go? And what does that me need to do? And what further transformation do I need to undergo? Um, It's, it's uh, very profound, but, I don't have I don't have anything else. I don't know if you're good. No. I think I'm good. Nico, you good? <laughs> uh, I honestly, um, I would like to say this: everybody has heart point, and you guys have helped. Pro- what is the guy? Propel. There's the word. Propel me into an initiation conscious mindset because you're always starting something um, and being consistent with it um, because I see you guys every fucking Sunday. So <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's, it's a consistent matter. That is something that this plays a much bigger role in my life than uh, it is. Uh, if you will, um, then to be led on, this is like a really, really big, part of my life and you guys help expand it like help i appreciate that. make it uh i appreciate you like genuinely i appreciate you both most definitely help help re realign like what values i stood for and what i stand mm. for as well and how to continuously be a better individual like i'm not gonna lie to you i probably would have continued on with the in my life Saying, yeah, me and my wife got into an argument and then I just shrug my shoulders and look at my kids and be like, don't do that. But instead, I learned from Chad today, I can actually apologize to my wife in front of my kids. <laughs> like, actually show how you reconcile and, like, really break things down. So, yeah, no, that's, that's I appreciate you, boys. I appreciate you. This was a great uh, conversation overall. Yeah, but for yeah. sure. Much love, much love. Yeah, and I, and I hope you understand too that um, we have we have gained a lot from from you. Um, hope you know being you being here and and yeah, I mean, there's that. I, like, I, I have I feel like I have a tendency to to focus too much on on Nico's youth and like what what that means to me and like for the future because like with with somebody like Nico, um, you know carrying the torch after we're gone. Um, I, I can feel a little safer for my, uh, my grandkids and great grandkids and everything. Yeah. And you know, my kids will be right there alongside. Yeah. Me, I was about you know, to say, I'm helping like, to carry that torch too. Um, but, uh, at them on Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. Hey, who is Nick? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, but no, but, but it's, it's also like your perspective, forget about youth or, or age or experience or wisdom or any of that kind of stuff. Like your insight uh-huh. um, coming from your own lived experience and also coming like I, I just really think that you, you remind me a lot of my oldest son in that um, Same. there's just this this stuff that you shouldn't that nobody should know regardless of age or anything like that. And then you're just like it just like comes out of you. And it's like, oh damn! Like, I didn't even think about it like that. Oh. And and like you know, I mean, it's it's just because he he Jonathan's been like that since he was like 
little bitty or and some of it was just like <clears throat> it was stuff that maybe grown-ups should know but a, a six-year-old or a you know a nine-year-old mm -hmm. or whatever shouldn't shouldn't be thinking like yeah you double probably, take told, on probably told you all this story before but like we were talking about uh it was during i was doing playing this game it was like superhero stuff and everything and it was all the green lantern and all the different lanterns you know the yellow orange uh indigo and Purple. blue and all that yeah, stuff yeah um and we're in there and like jace my youngest one he was like it's like i wish i had every power um and and jonathan was like why would you want every power and he's like because then i would never not, nothing would ever hurt i would always be able to do whatever i wanted to do and everything and jonathan was like but how would you know what you wanted to do or what was good or what was bad if you had every power and could do everything all like like it's like sometimes pain is there to let us know what the what what something good actually is by contrast and i'm like yep. Oh, how old are you? Right. <laughs> like, he was like, no, he was seven. He was seven. <laughs> right. And Jace was four yeah. when he said that. And I was like, damn, this kid's back here spitting bars at seven right. years old. Like, but that's the kind of and, that, and so that's what you remind me of him, like where it's like this. There's this deep insight and and this wisdom that is that far surpasses uh, any of our years. And mm -hmm. and so that that's anyway. It's just been it's been really good. And then also like. Um, you know, what you bring culturally, I, I think it's, it's really cool to have, like, you got me down here in the South, um, with my old Kunas heritage that I bring to this, uh, and Catholicism and everything, Marcus with his, uh, his, his crazy voodoo OTO, all the other, no, I'm just joking. I'm not, I won't call you crazy. I'm just joking. I am crazy. But, uh, but, and, and he's got this, like, he's got that, that, that Indiana twang that is just like you can tell he's from the Midwest and uh hey, you got any wheatgrass you, you ever like throw you love <laughs> that. No, no, no. and then here you are from the south side of Chicago right in the in the in the thick of one of the biggest cities in the world and uh and and you know with Haitian culture and and like yeah, you have like Seventh Day Adventist, uh, stuff, you know, and, like, and then all your other stuff that you've read and and, and studied and everything. We're else. working just, on this. Look, it's there's a, a lot of there's process. a lot of diversity that we bring to the table with this little this little three man show. This here. little trio, I appreciate. Yeah. You know, hey, a trio makes a pyramid. Nothing. Hey, the pyramids have been on this bitch a lot longer than majority of us. Maybe the Queen of England's <laughs> rivaling it, but like, <laughs> to be that's fair. Because, that's because she's a human. Listen, y'all ever see, uh, y'all ever see the, um, lizard bitch, the, the golden <laughs> army, um, what, what's that shit called? Hellboy, the golden army. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hellboy. The I think it's the golden army one where they go, uh, they have the canary and they go to, to that, that troll it's the right. that's the queen of england that, right. that, that that troll lady is the queen of england like that's her she yeah. looks just You're like correct. her like it's exactly yeah. the same woman and no, it is her i'm convinced they that she eats cats and like i yep there's some weird people man and i don't know how they live this long but uh she's got a lot of land um, i don't want to know how she lived this long i was telling my dad i was like I would drink blood will do go. that for you. Yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not. We're just joking, YouTube. We're just joking. We're just joking. Uh, we are just joking. Speaking of which, 
um, Sorry, the, that snake thing. Um, I, I think there's pretty sufficient evidence saying that this probably like some BS. Um, yeah, I agree. So, uh, you know, I apologize for, but it was just an interesting thing for, you know, to watch and just kind of consider, but there's like a lot. Anyway, I, I think a lot of times we're getting inside baseball guys. Yes. Yeah. You also have some people in the age of post, um, Rosteria. Um, there's not that much grifting off of that disease anymore mm-hmm. available. So oh, yeah. you got to cook up some new grifts yeah. <laughs> to mix them in. So uh, anyway, I fell, I fell, fell to one a little bit. I, I have my doubts, but I just thought I was like, eh, "This is kind of interesting, y'all." Like, what if, what if it is the cobra? What if it is the cobra nineteen? Who knows? But anyway, I'm sorry, Nico. Finish what you were saying because I interrupted you. I think you know Maybe. what happens, right? Like, you forgot it. Didn't you? Yeah, I sure the fuck did. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to have. We need to have like a fourth person I, I who just pops up to remind us what Nico was talking yeah, about no, when no, I interrupted I, him. Look, if I have somebody who could be like a part of the teleprompter and just yeah. like read it in the uh, in the write background, that shit down. You know, yeah. uh, do it Ron Burgundy style. You know. So, <laughs> oh no! Wait, that was uh, that's that was uh, uh, Bruce that's Almighty. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, Bruce Almighty. Almighty. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Right. It's, it's Steve Carell both times, though, isn't it? It was well. Steve, the, go ahead. Steve Carell was in Bruce Almighty. Um, there was a second one, or was it? Uh, yeah, initially, Evan Almighty was Evan Almighty. But Bruce, but Bruce Almighty, Steve Carell is the one who's reading off, who's like possessed and wait like, isn't there one with jim, jim carrey, carrey. Yeah, yeah i was about to yeah, say jim carrey is the is bruce and, then and he has a job right, and he right, loses right. his job to steve carell and so then he starts mm. like trying to get steve carell to mess up on air and so that's when he goes blah, 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 and just starts right. saying like a bunch oh. of weird shit yeah but i thought he was the one who wasn't he also on uh yeah he becomes Anchorman. evan almighty yeah. No, yeah, he's uh, on Evan Almighty. He is Evan Almighty. I'm saying, like, isn't he also in uh Anchorman or am I just getting my no no, no. I, don't, uh, I don't think I've seen him. Steve Corral is in Anchor, Paul Rudd, maybe is in uh Steve Corral is, I believe, in um in Weatherman or, or Anchorman. Anchorman. Um, he is? but okay. Jim Carrey is not. I know no, for correct. a fact. I know Carrey for a, yeah, Jim Carrey's not. Sorry, everybody. This is what we do. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Stream of Consciousness right. podcast. <laughs> for sure, for sure. We just say random shit that comes to our minds. It's all good. But to, uh, to kind of wrap up, um, however you find your way going to God, I'm good with it as long as you ain't hurting nobody. And find your way, whatever that way is. And it should be challenging because... Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck being bored. <laughs> Just start yeah. with that. You know, it should be challenging, but it should also be uplifting. And I think that we each have to not only realize that our entire lives are an initiation. This is just that first stage. We're just now getting baptized. And it will be when we cross that next barrier into the next life that we realize that we just started. So yes. Oh yeah. yeah. This is a long journey. I hope you niggas know that this shit is going to be a long ride. Let me tell you, God gave you about like 140 golden tickets to this Wally Wonka factory, and you 140 different fucking lessons that multiply and like 
300 different side quest missions on top of that. So I really mm-hmm. hope that y'all have the kind like the 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 uh what is this the attention span yeah. to like focus because the next lifetime you get um you fail on one of these incarnations over here, you just gonna have to deal with the same shit over there. So I would suggest you have all your fun and get these cycles out the way so you all can deal with the next cycles because if you're dealing with these same shit in the next lifetime, you didn't try hard enough. So mm-hmm. uh try. Like, come on now. That's all God is asking is you to do something right. tonight. You feel me? Oh shit. No doubt. And while you were on this long journey, don't forget. Marcus, tell them what to do. Stay free. Peace, y'all.